All right, about time we continue the study of the Tariyag Mitzvot. And we're up to the 298th Mitzvah. Shelo la'asot melacha b'yom harishon shel Pesach. Again, not to do work on the first day of Pesach. The negative commandment in Parashat Emor, the Pasuk is b'yom harishon, b'klakodesh yelachem, kol melechet avodah lo ta'asum. That's in Perek Habet, Pasuk Zayin. So the Torah uses a specific word called melechet avodah, that a type of work, not called melacha, but melechet avodah, a melacha that's connected to avodah, and the Ramban makes a diuk and says, aval melechet hanaa. If it's a melacha that brings you to hanaa, which means pleasure or benefit, that will be permissible. What's a melachat hanaa or nefesh? And therefore, although Torah bans melacha yom tov, it only banned the melacha that's in the category of melechet avodah, velo melechet hanaa, and therefore from there the rabbis learned that ochel nefesh, that if you want to prepare food, and we'll see the parameters of that, they'll be permissible. Now the shortish of this mitzvah is like we said previously, kedesh yu penuyim me'eske ha'olam, so we can be uh, free from the uh, different uh, involvements in this world, so in order we can keep our minds uh, aware of the miracles that Hashem did for us, in this case on Pesach, and we can give it over to our children. If we're going to be working, we're going to be preoccupied and distracted, therefore our minds will not be focused. He says another benefit that uh, the custom was that on the holidays they would come to the shuls or the Batim Midrash in order to hear the rabbi give a derash. Moshe Tiken, the Haimli Israel, Shudurshim, Belchot Pesach, the Pesach. Moshe Rabbin made a takana that the rabbi should give classes on the holiday regarding the halachot on the holiday itself. So Pesach, the Pesach. So therefore the benefit of being free from going to work will allow us to attend more Torah classes. Now some of the dinim uh, that apply to this mitzvah. So ochel uh, nefesh, that's you weren't able to do the day before is permissible on Yom Tov. What's an example of an ochel nefesh item that you couldn't do the day before? Shechita, slaughtering the animal. Slowing the animal, if you can do it the day before, it's going to spoil. The meat is not as fresh. Therefore, shahita is permissible on Yom Tov Lisha, kneading the dough, baking, cooking. All these things uh, needed to be done on the day itself, and therefore you don't have to do it the day uh, before. Again, if you do it the day before, it'll be compromised. The food will become a little less uh, appetizing. Furthermore, uh, grinding spices would be permissible on Yom Tov itself. Because if you grind them the day before, they lose some of their sharpness. However, certain melachot that doesn't make a difference when you do it, so you're not allowed to do it on Yom Tov. For example, reaping, cutting the wheat, so you must cut it only before, be forbidden on Yom Tov. Disha is the threshing, or let's say the actual grinding. All these things should be done before the holiday. Furthermore, it's only talking about a melachav or chenefesh where you're using the result of the melacha in a positive way. But if it's just to get rid of something that's there already and you're not using it, it would not be permissible. That's why extinguishing is forbidden. You're not using the extinguished fire. 
just getting rid of something. So therefore, that's not permissible on Yom Tov. Furthermore, not only things that are permissible uh, for Ochen Nefesh, but for all things that have to do with a, uh, let's say, a Tzorek. For example, it would be permissible to carry a baby on Yom Tov in order to bring him to Berit Milah, or let's say, to carry a Lulav in order to fulfill, or to carry a Sefer Torah in order to uh, read. Now, over here, the Hinuch writes this, uh, this halakha of permissible to do things outside of Ochen Nefesh, uh, in the realm of a mitzvah, let's say, Brit Milah, Sefer Torah, or um, in the case of Lulav. Uh, uh, so the Mefarshim over here all asking on the Chinuch, it sounds like he's learning it that that's included in Ochen Nefesh. Even though the Gemara sounds like it's learning it from a rule of Mitoch Shehutra. Mitoch Shehutra, Melacha, Letzorech, Achila, Hutra, Letzorech, but here he sounds like he's learning it from the actual Ochel uh, Nefesh itself. He doesn't, he doesn't even quote the rule of Mitoch Shehutra, which is in Masechet Betzah. I saw that some of the Befarashim say that that's how he learns Mitoch Shehutra. He learns that why are these things permissible? It's not Ochel Nefesh, it's not uh, cooking. You're taking a lulav, you're taking a baby to do a baby, not carrying him. What was that got to do with uh, Ochel Nefesh? So he says, from the fact that the Torah used the word ochel nefesh, it's coming to include even eating that has to do with eating for the soul, soul food, ochel nefesh. And therefore, he learns that that's the pshara metoch. Metroch shutra, melachal eturik achila, hutral etzorik. That is built in the pasuk itself. So it is considered ochel nefesh mamash. That's why he doesn't even quote. He just that's part of the the uh, the inclusion of the salakah. Furthermore, bathing would be permissible, uh, even from water that was heated on Yom Tov. Of course, Talakha would say that's only permissible to do something that's Shabbat mm-hmm. Nefesh, uh, that's equal to all people, and that would be Lerchotz, Panav, Yadav, Veraglav. Makshire Ochel Nefesh, things that are preparatory to Ochel Nefesh must be done the day before. And furthermore, we're not allowed to cook food for Guim or for dogs. And then we have, of course, the laws of nolad. That if an egg was born on Shabbat, it would be forbidden to have it on Yom Tov, because Shabbat cannot prepare for Yom Tov, and not vice versa. But of course, the famous Kibara that says, if an egg was born on one day of Yom Tov, it would be permissible on the second day. In Galut we're talking about, because if the first day is Yom Tov, the second day is not. And if the first day is not, then the... Uh, was not hachana. There was no hachana from Yom Tov to 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 to, 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 to Yom Tov. It was hold to Yom Tov, which is permissible. Of course, this law applies bechol makom in all places and all times, male and female alike. Somebody transgresses and does a melacha that's forbidden on Yom Tov, clearly would be hayav malkut.